Look at that desire. It's real. It needs more energy from your spirit, but it's real. Please grow that flame, that fire of desire for just you. You are an all-consuming fire. Let the all-consuming fire of desire for God get us. Amen. You are in position, little dude. You ready? All right, kids. Come on down, kids. Zadok looks so cool and cute. He's just chilling. Had a lot of summer traveling, so don't have our full crew here. But we still have a cool crew. A crew of a few. Hey. Guys, we're going to talk about somebody who we've talked about before. His name is David. David was a man who changed history. His songs are the most well-known songs ever in all of human history. So he sang, he wrote music, he wrote words to music, but he was also a fighter. He was a warrior. Yeah. He killed giants. He killed the enemies of God. Back then, before Jesus came to die, sometimes God commanded his people to kill other wicked people because these wicked people were working with demons and they weren't going to change their ways. So they had to be removed from the earth. And David removed a lot of people from the earth. But do you know what David's name means? David's name means beloved. Beloved. Does anybody want to explain to me what does that make you think of? Beloved. Like loved by many people. Loved by many people. David was loved by many people. He was loved by lots of other warriors. He was loved by people who he helped. But there were times when he didn't feel love from people. In fact, there were times when people wanted to kill him. He didn't feel very beloved beloved to people. But who do you think he was always loved by? Jesus. He was always loved by Jesus. Now here's what I want to say to you each of you if you take the word beloved and you make it into two words do you know what those two words would be 
loved. Be loved. Before you guys do anything good or try to do anything good, there is one thing that God wants from you. He wants you to be loved. He wants you to be loved. In in the New Testament, Paul says that love edifies. Do you know what edify means? It means builds you up. So love from your mom and dad helps you grow strong in your heart. It helps you grow up into who God made you to be. So David, whose name was Beloved, he was loved by God, and David grew strong. He grew strong, and you know what it says about David? 1,000 years after he died, this is what God said about David. David fulfilled his purpose on the earth. David grew up into what God made him to be. So, I want to focus on that one thing, just being loved by God, and how that will help you grow up into all that God wants you to be. All right. So, each one of you is a David in God's eyes. Zadok, Phineas, Samuel, Zion, you're all Davids. And I pray that you would have a David heart, a heart after God. All right, let's put them in here. We're going to do beloved. Actually, why don't we do this? Be loved. Be loved on three. Oh, yes, Phineas, here it comes. Zadok in here too. Be loved on three. One, two, three. Be loved. All right, kids, thanks. Karis, do you have announcements? Okay. And when's your prayer? On the 4th. July 4th. Um, John Edward and Gloria are hosting a prayer um, time specifically. You want to say anything more about that? Yeah, we're going to um, host a couple hours of prayer specifically for the U.S. and Israel um, because they've got to come back in before this is all done. So that's a pretty good thing to pray about and just for the body of Christ at large. So from 7 to 9 p.m. on the 4th of July for anybody that wants to come. Thank you, bro. Um, I'll say more about this in a moment, but John Edward and I uh, will be traveling um, this week, this coming week, Thursday through Sunday. We're going to lead a, a youth camp in Troy, Ohio. There are over 100 kids coming, and um, it's a, several different churches are involved in bringing these youth together. 
And the way we got connected is um, last summer, John Edward and I led a retreat for North Clinton. The folks who have, um, we've interacted with a number of times, Karis and I started leading retreats for them back in 2011. Um, and so we recently got John Edward in on the action. Uh, and Davey and I in 2020 went up and ministered there at North Clinton. It just, it's, it's a place God has really used us to bless. Well, last year there was um, an 18-year-old young man named Sean who committed his life to Jesus. He said yes uh, and was born again. Interestingly enough, he is the son of a pastor. So his dad uh, and his family um, were people of God. And his dad's, a, I think, Pentecostal or Assembly of God pastor. Um, so, you know, open to the dynamic movement of God's spirit, but Sean had never bowed the knee and he says, yes, Jesus. And that night, the kids, I love the way this youth group works. They don't let the kids, uh, use their phones on the retreats. So they all have to turn in their phones, but he asked if he could borrow, uh, one of the youth leaders phones because he said he wanted to, to write a song. He had to write a song uh, to Jesus. And he wrote, he'd never written a song before, he wrote and recorded himself singing. Wasn't he playing a guitar or something? Or was it? Yeah, I, I can't remember if it was just his voice or his guitar involved too, but when we listened to it, it the Spirit of God was so behind it. Um, so this guy's life was transformed. In fact, he was so impacted. He's like, I got to get baptized on this trip. I'm, I'm getting baptized. And so his mom and sisters drove from hours away to see him get baptized in a creek. Um, and his dad wasn't even able to be there because he was traveling. So Sean's dad is the one who contacted me and's like, hey, I heard about you <laughs> and you guys, I'd like you guys to come do it, uh, this camp. And so we're going. Um, and uh, we just invite you guys to go with us in spirit. Uh, send us with your prayers. Um, yeah, but before... Um, we say anything more about that. I just wanted to um, open it up for anybody. What was on my heart was, um, can you look up the scripture in James where it says, or wherever it says, confess your sins to one another and so be healed. Is that in James? Can you look that up for me, please? What else is it? James 5, okay. Um, there's a scripture that... Um, John Edward will read in just a moment. Um, I just feel like God wants to heal us more. Um, for going on two years now, uh, at least, Loris had that specifically in mind, healing for us, uh, healing for the body of Christ. And, um, and I think there's been a real obvious like physical healing that you've been believing for, right?
Yeah. So Laura's had healing on her mind and I felt today that um, the Lord really wants to bring healing to each of us. Uh, I'm thinking more inwardly, but, you know, Jesus, he does the whole deal. So whatever he would give, um, we've been praying that God would help us receive what he has for us tonight. Was that? Okay, this is James 5. 16 confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much confess your trespasses to one another um so i'll share an example and provide some guidance, and then I just want to open it up for anyone who wants to take the microphone and um, just speak. You know, last week I I talked about um, God wanting to wreck us, and I talked specifically about Him wanting to deliver us from fear. And um, I have continued to wrestle with my own fears. Um, and it's hard for me to even name them just because um, it seems like I, I can get fear about anything. Fear about you know taking care of my family. Uh, fear about um, having the resources to do the music God's called me to do fear of um, interacting socially, fear fear of leading dwelling. Um, And it's not like all day, all the time, I'm consumed by being afraid. But uh, I just realized there's such a foundational uh, problem that I have. Um, So my name is Travis. I am afraid. Uh, in Christ, I have been set free, but here on earth in my authentic struggle, I struggle with the addiction to fear. And that causes me to search for other addictions. Right now, uh, I've got a strong attachment to my late night snacking on various kinds of foods. Um, you guys know me well enough to know that I'm not as much like a eat a whole chocolate cake in a setting kind of dude, but I'm, I'm not scared to eat five chocolate dessert protein bars and a bag of chips. Um, I don't do potato chips as much, but corn tortilla chips, uh, I'll knock a bag out. And I'm kind of being a little bit funny, but, um, I, I think I, I, I'm dealing with pain and fears in a really obvious way. And so I'm running to food and I'm running to Netflix or Hulu or Tubi, Tubi TV um, or Amazon. I didn't even know what that Tubi TV existed, but I've been searching 
like on my phone for an hour, best dramas of all time, TV shows, just so I can get lost in a drama, um, escape the drama of my own life and get lost. I mean, I've watched probably, I don't know, I don't want to estimate the hours, but in these last months, I've watched whole series, like seven season series in a matter of weeks. Just going to town, you know. Um, so as far as um, my trespasses, am I saying that watching Netflix is a trespass? No. Um, am I saying that enjoying a protein bar or more, several more, or a bag of chips is a trespass? No. What I'm saying is my my own fears and anxieties and my own desire to escape um, my pain has led me to lean on things other than Jesus Christ and has led me um, into just a state of living that I wish were different. And I praise God that um, he's protected me from things that would be more harmful for me and for my family. Um, I'm not hiding like a, a big dark secret from you all. I know it's not always appropriate just publicly to share all your junk. But that's just a personal example for me. Um, I desire healing. Uh, I've started at Karis's, uh Karis gave me advice about seeing someone that she really respected as uh, counseling. So I'm, I'm doing that every week now. Um, I've been through some counseling and therapy before, but this really seems like God. So um, I'm doing that, and I just I want to position myself to be healed. And I'll say this last thing, and then if anybody else wants to share in line with this, I kind of feel like that that guy at the pool of Bethesda where he was he was waiting for someone to drag him into the water where there was an angel who would stir up the water and <clears throat> people would get healed, which is a fascinating topic um, that we won't go into now. But Jesus asked this guy, he's like, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be well? And uh, I know it sounds dumb, uh, but maybe some of you can relate, but I, I've been in this place where I'm like, God, I want to be healed, but I don't have like strength. I'm going to have to be dragged into the pool or whatever. I'm just like so done with it, you know? not done with following God or that I'm turning my back on Jesus, but. And honestly, I'm kind of scared if he's asking me to do something. Like, Lord, if you're asking me to pick up my mat, I'm hoping that it's like one of those things like you speak and power enters my body. Because I don't, 
feel like I even have strength to pick up my mat right now. But that was what's on my heart, and uh, I, I, I believe God wants to um, touch, touch us, touch the many. And even if nobody else has to share, I just felt that scripture uh, moved to share myself, my own trespasses. If that's all that needs to happen for God's healing to uh, break out and into your lives, according to the Bible, according to this, that very scripture, well, then praise God. But if anybody else has anything else they'd like to say, I'm going to position myself here and Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's physical healing that probably is connected to that, but I just healed in my in my being, you know. Mine's similar. Um, I uh, uh, struggle with distraction. I love, I love distracting myself, and uh, so I'll like spend time on YouTube when uh, I should go to bed instead. Usually, just like sports highlights. Um, sometimes it used to be uh, political commentaries, but. Um, and then, yeah, that's like the easiest one to like label, but I know that I crave distraction in many other ways too. Um, or like going from like iMessage to WhatsApp to email to messenger to, and just cycling through them. Did I check my email within the last 30 seconds? Oh yeah, I don't have any new emails. Just, uh, um... I'd like healing for my my eyes, which I think is like perhaps linked to distraction. Um, but I, my Tourette's has been acting up uh, the last couple weeks, and so I'm just doing this all the time. I don't want to. It's really hard when driving. Um, so sometimes my eyes just get so tired just because they don't stop. I, <clears throat> uh, I've dealt with a lot of fear, um, fear of my own inadequacy, fear of um, God's insufficiency, fear of rejection, fear that I have to figure it out on my own. Um, that uh, fear, fear about whether or not. Uh, Either God is going to give me the direction that I need or whether I'm going to be able to receive it. Um, fear for my health, fear for the future, just a lot of different things. Um, and I, I think that trying to run away to distractions is something that is kind of just natural and human instead of being restful. Um, the Lord has had the word of rest over me for a while now, and the enemy's been 
warring against it, and I, it's hard. It's hard to be still when you're afraid, if you're not looking at him. Um, but restlessness and fear are two for me, and then. Lack of satisfaction, lack of thankfulness, I think, is another one. Um, and unbelief, the things that I know that the Lord has spoken, just forgetfulness, and did He really say that? Do I really, is that really who I am? All these different things. So, these are some for me. I'm not a rule follower, so. I'm not going to talk about what Travis asked. So, um, uh, no, uh, by by God's grace and the guidance of um, Robin and Davey, I actually um, don't really let things go anymore. Uh, so I have places where I do confess things that need to be confessed on the regular just because uh, I have learned very quickly that if you keep anything hidden, it, it just is going to lead to bad things, and a close reading of the Gospel of John will be a really good, um, <laughs> a really good reminder of that, of just the, the dynamics of darkness and light, and how important it is to make sure everything is exposed, um, but what, what I wanted to talk about was actually, uh, so oddly, each week for the past, like, month, um, and maybe somebody else has noticed this, maybe it's just me, I've noticed that, like, usually when Travis is going to give a word or a message, by mere coincidence or by, you know, his intentional thinking here, he usually is wearing a shirt that goes with the message. Sometimes it'll have a word on there or a picture. But I just, I wanted to point this out for everybody of, like, this time Travis is wearing what I would describe as a lemonade shirt. Like, the shirt is yellow, and there's, like, ice cubes in it, which to me just makes me think of refreshment. And so I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, what we're doing and thinking how fitting that word is over over this, of just, like, this is such a refreshing thing for us to do as a community of, like, stand here and say, hey, we're all sheep. We're not perfect. We don't get this right. We all have things that we keep hidden. We all have things that we are stumbling through and we're not confident in talking to each other about or talking to anybody but the Lord about. And, you know, we need each other in this. And it's just so refreshing, I think, to the Lord and for our community for us to engage in this. So I just wanted to, wanted to share that. Thank you, Rachel. In just a minute, um, I would like if you guys would pray for John Edward and I. That's what we'll end the meeting uh, and maybe um, Davey start and Uncle Tim, you end. <clears throat> but Rachel, I appreciate what you just said. And I, let me just say this uh, before I read the scripture. I, f I felt in my heart to make sure that we aligned ourselves with the truth. Um, I am a sinner saved by grace. So are you. But Jesus' blood, His blood blots out all of our failures. 
blots out all of our shortcomings, all of our misdirections, all of our addictions, whatever they are. So we don't have to be morose. We don't have to stay in a place of weeping. There's a, there's a place for mourning over our own um, problems. Okay, But uh, I want to say personally I'm convicted. Although I do feel like that man by the pool of Bethesda, by the Spirit of God, I have hope. By the Spirit of Christ Jesus, I have trust. Um, and I have love for God. And I have love for His people. So we're not leaving here tonight with anything but an, a smile on the inside because we have God. We're His kids. We have the blood of Jesus. I wanted to read this short passage from Acts 5.17. It's where the apostles, it's interestingly enough, the apostles heal many. And crowds were gathering and Peter's just walking around. His shadow is causing people to be healed. I mean, it's a Holy Spirit party. Um, They brought the sick into the streets. People were delivered from demons. And it says all of them were healed. So the, the priests and all his associates and the members of the Sadducees, well, um, let me just read it. Then the high priest and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people the full message of this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. This ministry from the very beginning has been a prophetic ministry, a forerunner ministry, a ministry that ran ahead to prepare the way for the Lord and a ministry that looked into the things that God had coming and then proclaimed what was seen. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will declare things that are to come. He will declare to you things that are to come. Some people in some ministries have more of a connection to that principle, declaring things that are to come. Dwelling has been a declaring things that are to come ministry. A house of foreseeing and foretelling. And I want to continue with that theme. There is a daybreak coming for us. There is a breakthrough day coming for us. And there is a message, the full message of life. And I think about Zoe, who's going to be born in a matter of weeks now to John Edward and Gloria. And Zoe is, is the word for life. And not just any life, it's just like that vibrant, indestructible life. And this angel comes and breaks uh, the guys out of prison. And he says, go into the temple courts and 
release the full message of life. Let it come forth, the whole counsel, the fullness of this new life. And what I want to say is that we are going to have God's full life given to us. And then that's what we're going to give. The fullness of what He wants for humans. The fullness of what He wants for each of you. And then we are going to give that full message of life. We're going to say, here's the Zoe for you. Here is your Zoe from God. Here is the Zoe God has for you. Here's the Zoe you were created to live in. And it's not going to be hidden. And I believe God has some kind of Holy Spirit public presentation for dwelling. The temple courts of, of Wilmore. I believe He wants to get us ready. And part of uh, my responsibility as uh, an ambassador for Him and a shepherd for you is to get you ready to be presented in the temple courts of Wilmore. And just as we talked about David, who was beloved by God, we're going to be loved by God but and be loved by people too. Who, the, the ones who are receiving this life, the ones who are being healed and having demons cast out, they're going to pull on our clothes and just say, God's with you. Thank you. Thank you for Zoe. Those who are not receptive, we're not going to win popularity contests with some, okay? But get ready for the breakthrough day. Get ready for daybreak. And get ready to release the full message of life in a public place. Each one of us has a public place in a different way. Although I do think we're going to have some ministry settings and some Holy Ghost parties where we're in this thing together and people are um, being completely transformed. This full message of life will not be hidden. So I want to bless you to believe there is a full life for Chris Walling. There's a full life for Debbie Johnson. There is a full life for each of us. There is a full Zoe. And I believe Zoe's birth in August is going to be a physical sign of God giving His life to us. Do you have something? Yeah, I feel like I'm supposed to add just a little bit to that. Um, for the last several months in our home group, we've been sharing a lot about healing. Um, I've been telling them about sort of this journey that the Lord has had me on about healing. And... Um, just got to say what I believe the Lord is telling me is that is that we as dwelling are undergoing a process of healing in order to prepare us to be able to turn around and serve. Uh, exactly what Travis was talking about. And I believe that will be in a public way. But right now, we're in this process of healing. Travis talked about confessing and that we will be healed. That's absolutely a big part of it. 
We've got to be able to do that. Another part of it, to me, also deals with something else he just said, which just convinced me that I was supposed to say something, and that is the aspect of belief. Um, the story of the boy who was, the demons were basically throwing him into the fire, and his father came to Jesus and was asking for healing for him. Um, and he says, quote, if you're able to do something, anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, what do you mean if? If you're able to believe, all things are possible to the believer. When he heard this, the father, the boy's father cried out with tears saying, I do believe, Lord, help my little faith. Some translations say, help my unbelief. Um, when you look carefully at the scripture and what's laid out in there as to what the Lord says about healing and about faith, and you shall do greater things than these, and it just goes on and on. It's sort of hitting me right in the face when are we going to really start believing what's right there in front of us? And it convicts me, honestly. Um, and so it plays into this whole healing thing when it talks about when you read the Word and, and how much in there deals with healing and faith and all these things. It's, it's all right there. And I just want to share with you, you know, this is certainly a personal journey that I'm on, but I think it's more than that. I think this is what the Lord is doing and wants for dwelling. Yes, I think we can very safely say we believe. The question is, what is our unbelief that he still wants to deal with? I would dare say that we all have that. And, and could it be that part of coming to a conclusion on that is this confession component that Travis brought to our attention this evening? Um, I just believe that. I believe the Lord is doing this to us individually so that, you know, a scripture that's meant a lot to my family uh, is the one that we go through these things so that in, in turn, I'm paraphrasing here, the Tim paraphrase says, we go through these things so that we can turn around and help others that are going through it. Uh, we all have different points of unbelief. We as a body have unbelief. And the Lord wants to free us from that. Talk about freedom. when we get rid of our unbelief, I just believe there's going to be incredible freedom there. So I just want to encourage you and at the same time challenge you. Um, little things happen just about on a daily basis that reminds me of things that need to be confessed, fixed by the Holy Spirit, if you will, Healed, maybe a better way to say it. And, um, you know, 
the danger, I guess, is if we ever get to the point where we think we're there, then we have a real problem, right? So just encourage you to, to let the Spirit speak to you to show you these things, whether conversations, whether physical things, whether the aspect of fear, all these things, and, and, and yes, absolutely physical things. He wants to heal us in a very deep and thorough way to allow the Zoe that Travis was just talking about to flow in us so then it can flow through us and to others. Thank you, Uncle Tim. Johnny, why don't you come up here? Um, we're just going to end um, with inviting you all forward. Um, again, this camp is going to be Thursday through Sunday. We still don't know all the events that are going to be happening. Uh, it's just a bunch of crazy teenagers. Um, that's about what we know. There are going to be six worship sessions where um, we will be preaching, teaching. Um, and it'll be over the Thursday uh, through Sunday lunch. Um, God has really backed up John Edward and me in our ministry settings. Probably, I'm sure I speak for both of us, our favorite part is all the things he does that we weren't even right there for. Because it's like, man, that's the Lord. So we could go on and on. We want to come back with stories. We want to come back with stories like Tessa from last year, who was just, I mean, I won't go into all the stories, but God just swallowed her up, 15-year-old who just met the Lord. Her Jesus singing out loud over her wrote wrote the things down that she she heard and anyway other stuff too but yeah would you guys come and um, Davy if you would start us off and uh, just come and like they did in Antioch the believers gathered around Paul and Silas they laid their hands on him hands on them and they prayed for them. Um, and they were sent out by the Holy Spirit. So please come and um, pray, lay your hands on us, and send us in the Holy Spirit to Troy, Ohio, for these kids. Father, I thank you for these two men. These two men who were just willing little kids to go with you where you are going. And Father, I thank you that you're already there, that you're already cultivating the hearts, that you're already even reaching into their minds and pulling out lies and fears. And Father, I ask, as the living word, your son Jesus, that spirit and truth, Lord, would invade these two, Lord, that they would be little vessels, empty instruments, ready to be used in your hands, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would 
even break any performance that's within them, Lord. That they would just be so open to you, Lord. That they wouldn't even be looking at the kids, Lord. They'd be looking at you. And that in the exact moment, Lord, that there would be eternal words, Lord, that were spoken and that would break through uh, the false selves, Lord, the outer barriers, um, and that they would truly impact their hearts, Lord, to the point that they would they would be like what those that Peter spoke to after Pentecost. What shall we do? And Father, I ask for just direction, Lord, that they would be so infused and immersed in You that they would go the direction, Lord. And even if it's a direction that's not even within the meeting, that there's other things or other people, Lord, every person there is Your child. And I just ask for Your freedom to flow through them, Lord. I ask that their giftings would be meshed together that one might see and the other might speak, or one might speak and the other might do, Lord. I pray that they would each would be your hands, your fingers, your mouthpiece. I pray for no separation between the, the relationship that goes on within the Trinity and between these two, Lord, and that they would just love the kids and bring them into that relationship, Lord. Would you set them as your examples? And Father, I pray for the, I pray for these these children right now. They're, I don't even know what they're doing, but you do, Lord. And I even, I pray for those that don't even know that they're they're going to be going, Lord. I pray that there would even be a turning towards you. I pray for safe travels, on both Travis and. John Edward, Lord, I pray for safe travels over all the the buses, everything, Lord. I ask Satan that you would just just feel like take your hands off in Jesus' name. Let the kids come to you so that they can receive just cups, a drop of love, Lord, from heaven that would change and melt and just crack and crush any hard hearts, Lord. So we come together as this family and we say, go in the name of Jesus and be what He's called you to be and let the doing flow out of the being. I pray this in Jesus' name. And just their their servants' hearts and their hearts of love for these youth. Um, and God, I just pray that you would, just like uh, John Edwards about to have a little baby girl and Travis has a little girl, that you would give them like a similar affection for these youth, um, that they would just just have these like father's hearts um, for these youth. Um, and God, I thank you for uh, for Travis's vulnerability tonight just sharing some things that he's been going through. And um, and God, I just pray for healing for him, even this week as he prepares to go, that we know that like when you're moving, that the enemy is just 
brings all kinds of opposition, all kinds of distraction, and that you want to do something powerfully for these youth next weekend, and you want, and the enemy just wants to get in Travis's way. Um, and I just pray for freedom and healing and breakthrough. Um, God, I thank you so much that Travis and John Edward both know deep, deep down that you're the only one who satisfies. And I just pray that that would be um, a message that that the youth are able to like receive from them this weekend. That when they look at Travis and John Edward, who are both like just cool looking and fit and just like wow they have like wives and little girls and isn't their life great that they could like that they could just see like no Travis is not happy without Jesus and John Edward is not happy without Jesus like you are the only one who can like give a good life (laughs) who can bring peace who can bring happiness who can bring joy who can satisfy um appearances and relationships and all these things they just don't they just don't do it jesus you're the only one who does it and i just pray for freedom for all of the youth who are just having their minds like well when this happens and then when this happens and then if i could only be like this and then if this would happen and if i could just be like that then or whatever that they would just have complete freedom from all comparison or thinking of things that would somehow make them happy and they would just like know like Jesus you're the one and you love and you accept and even today without all these things in their lives changing without their parents changing without their appearance changing without this and that changing that right here right now today they can have freedom and life and healing and joy because they are never going to be more loved by you Um, and I just pray for so much breakthrough Amen. You both before these people, um, not being transparent because a window is transparent. There's no, there's still a barrier there, but I see you being vulnerable. And I just see you both literally carrying your cross. And I think that's what the Lord wants you to, to re- what he wants to reveal through you all in front of them. Like, look, we're just carrying our cross. This is, this is the life of Christ. This is the life in Christ. And this is the life for Christ. And I don't know what that looks like, but I just feel like there's going to come a point where you just become very vulnerable and you will literally carry your cross in front of those individuals. And by you doing that, it's going to open the door for them to come and to, and to pick up their own cross and to follow after Jesus. Not to follow you guys, but to follow Jesus. So, Father, that's my prayer, is that these, these little ones, Lord, would recognize their cross and that they would pick up their cross and that they would follow after you and you alone. That they wouldn't, they wouldn't look to Travis or to John Edward as a, as a form of an idol, Lord, but they would look to Jesus, that these two are are dead men coming to just to be vulnerable before your people. In Jesus' name. Lord, I I just pray and I pronounce winds of refreshing coming from these two. Winds of refreshing coming. These 
these children don't know they're in bondage, but a lot of them are in bondage. And I'm just speaking winds of refreshing. God, I just pray for your rest over these two as you go with them um, to minister to these children and to bless them and to open their eyes, God. I pray also, Lord, that just that your spirit would be upon them and um, we just send them with a blessing, Lord. Um, a blessing from from my spirit, but also from like your spirit and the spirit of... Uh, of each of us, Lord, here at our dwelling, we just send them with a blessing. Uh, because these are two people that are going in your name um, in obedience to you to accomplish the thing, a thing, a task that you've given them, God, in faithfulness um, to give a blessing and to receive from your spirit, Lord. Um, the reward of just drawing near to you and following after you, God. Um, and I thank you, God, that you've made these two, um, two men who walk with you and who stand with you, Lord, and who are led by your Spirit in all that they do. And I just pray that you would continue to be with them and to lead them and to guide them, God, um, all the days of their life. Thank you for the light that they are and thank you for the light that they will be. Lord Jesus, thank you for your servants as they go to minister. Your word says uh, they cannot hear if no one goes, and no one can go if they are not sent. So we thank you because you have people that are willing to go. And we pray for the young people that are preparing to be there. We pray for their parents. They desire to see their sons and daughters walk with you. So we pray that these young people will be arrested by the Spirit of God, that when they get to these meetings, they will be able to hear and understand, and their spirits will respond to your voice. We know you have a future for them, and we pray that God, the encounter they will have with your servants, that it will lead to that future, and will help them to walk towards your calling in the name of Jesus. We cover them with the blood of Jesus and we hide them where the enemy cannot fight them. Whatever the enemy may want to use as an excuse that they may not show up, we cancel it now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that each one of them, even those who had not planned to be there, but they need to be there, we call them to that meeting in the name of Jesus, that they will show up and have an encounter with you. We pray for your servants, God, and we pray that um, there will be a new leash of uh, your, your, this, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in their, in their lives, that when they step in here, that they will be in that place, they will be able to hear your voice clearly, that God, they will walk, or they will walk in, in, uh, in, your gifts, uh, in your gifts, in wisdom, in words of knowledge, in healing, even in things that they never thought uh, that they can, uh, they, they can work in. I pray that, God, there will be a, a manifestation of your power in this place in the name of Jesus. So we pray that, God, you will uh, heavily rest on your servants, that, God, whenever they will start to minister, there will be nothing lacking. If they, whatever it is that will be needed, that you give it to them timely in the name of Jesus. 
so that God will be able ministers and they'll be effective in what you want to do. So as your vessels, God, I pray that God, you infill them, Lord, even from this day, even until they get there, that God, there'll be a new infilling, a new release, a new healing in the name of Jesus. God, your word says that you move us from one realm of glory to the next. So we thank you for the level of glory that they have operated in in the past. But from today, we ask for a new level in the name of Jesus, even for this ministry that they are going to, that God, they will be able to move a notch higher in you so that they can effectively minister to these kids in the name of Jesus. We know you have a plan for these kids, dear Lord. And we know this meeting was uh, was planned in heaven. It's just happening on earth because it's all, it was already ordained. So we ask that God, whatever that is needed for this thing, uh, for this meeting to be, uh, to, to be what you had in mind, that it will come to be in the name of Jesus. So we call heaven to uh, to release to, to on, on your servants, whatever it is that is needed for this meeting in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that everything we work, um, we will cooperate to bring, uh, uh, for the mission to be effective. We refuse every delay that the enemy raises. We refuse every hindrance. We speak health on your servants and on the kids and their families. In the name of Jesus, we refuse things that enemy brings in families so that they don't they cannot go to the meeting, so we ask that this this week will be a week that will be filled by your presence. We give you honor, we give you praise. Father, I just say yes and amen to all the prayers that have been prayed. John Ever? No, just okay. And um Lord, you were just speaking to me more about this distraction thing that Travis was talking about. And Lord, I pray for both Travis and John Edward this week that they would be totally distracted by you, that their focus would be on you, that the things that the enemy tries to put in their path to distract them would be just, yes, demolished and that they would be able to just focus on you, Lord, because I believe you want to do this work in them first before they go to these uh, this youth group. And to uh, it occurs to me there won't be just the youth listening, that there'll be others there too. And we just, everybody that comes in, the sound of their voice would be affected by the power of your spirit. And then, Father, I pray for this group that, he's, that they're going to, this youth group. Lord, they are infamous for being distracted and lord i just pray that just as i prayed for travis and john edward that they would indeed be distracted by your presence in travis and in john edward and that they would ultimately be seeing you the father lord that you would just shower your love on them in a way that it goes so far beyond everything they've ever experienced, that your love would just permeate that place, that the power and the presence of your spirit would flow, that the enemy would have to run. He will have to run. He has no business there. So we just declare that right now in the name of Jesus, that the enemy's plans are thwarted in the name of Jesus. And when these two men of God run, walk in, that the powers of darkness will go running out the other doors. They will have no place there. And so, Father, we're just believing as a body 
for the power of your spirit to move in their midst. Dwelling's um, mission statement is welcoming the presence of God to permeate, permeate every part of society. And this is another part that you are sending our body out through Travis and through John Edward. And we believe that you want to permeate, not just show up, you want to permeate the atmosphere. Lord, that it would be the focus. It would be exactly what every one of them needs and that they would see their need in the light of your presence and that they would confess and be healed just as we talked about tonight. So Father, we're looking forward to hearing great things. We know, Lord, that there are so many times things are done that we never even know when we're in those kind of situations. And I praise you for that. And, and, and we just believe that there are also going to be things that we see that will be amazing. And we can all stand back and just say, that's the Lord. That's the Lord. So, Father, I pray for Travis and John Edwards specifically that they would just be able to empty themselves out before you through your help, supernatural help, to be able to empty themselves and to be filled to the brim and overflowing, to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit as they go. And as that happens, new wisdom, new revelation, new discernment comes in to both of them that they might be able to fulfill the mess, the mission that you have them to go on this weekend. So, Lord, we praise you. We thank you. Lord, we, we know before they even go that you are going to do mighty things. And we just thank you and praise you for that. Lord, we stand on you. We stand on the firm foundation that never changes. The undefeated God goes before you guys. And he is there. You are simply being his mouthpiece. You are there to be an example. And you are there to show and point to Jesus. We pray that that would happen, Father, and they would clearly see you. In your holy name we pray. And we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.